0: The Beatles are a pretty nice band, and we've got a lot to say. The Beatles are a pretty nice band, talk about them day after day. But we also love the outfit a lot, so are these songs better than your love? The Beatles are a pretty nice band, someday we'll judge if they're fine, oh yeah. Someday we'll judge if they're fine.
1: Magical Mystery Tour. Roll up. <laughs> If you know what I mean. Uh, look, this song is so fucking stupid, but it. I would say this and Magic Bus by The Who, which was released six months after the song. Too much. Uh, it's just fun. Ultimately, that's my deep analysis of it. It's absolutely of its time, and in this case, it's okay. I like the vocal effects and the trumpets in particular. I feel it was really stepped up.
0: Yeah, this song just goes absolutely nowhere. <laughs> and that's fine. It's it's a it's a great theme song, you know, like it sets the stage for the movie well, but like as a song on its own, it's kind of slight. It's much like its cousin in, you know, Sergeant Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club band and the reprise. Um, I really do enjoy enjoy John's I don't know if you'd call it background vocals or whatever, but he, he's singing the hook mm-hmm. and I love it. It's a great hook. Again, I think of this more as just a theme song than really just a, mm-hmm. I don't know, a track. I don't know how to put that.
1: Yeah. I, I, I understand. Uh, this was recorded just four days after the Sgt. Pepper album was completed.
0: Uh, which again, mm-hmm. got b- boys enjoy, enjoy some time off. I know. Honestly,
1: the song was Paul McCartney's attempt to maintain momentum with, within the Beatles, and to give them a new direction and sense of purpose. Who needs meditation and the Maharishi when you just write uh, theme songs? <laughs> Inspired by Ken Kesey's Merry Pranksters and their lsd Field bus, McCartney decided the Beatles should try something similar. He devised a rough concept for the new project, which would involve the group traveling around the England in their own coach filming whatever took place. The resulting TV film was a mess and critically panned, though the soundtrack double EP was a bestseller. Um, part of the problem with it was it was uh, aired originally by the BBC on Boxing Day 1967 in black and white. Uh... <laughs> And uh, you know, it was intended to be shown in beautiful color. That didn't help.
0: Why was it shown in black and white? I don't know. Feels like a mistake. Mm,
1: feels like they were like someone someone screwed up. Somebody screwed up the transmission. So maybe some people at the BBC were still mad at them for using curse words like knickers and uh I love to turn you on yeah stuff like that
0: but wasn't there famously like uh, like a like a naked woman in magical mystery tour i've never seen the film i have to admit i saw no. it
1: once a long time ago so i don't i remember bits and pieces um you could watch the music videos for the songs from magical mystery tour online on youtube and that those are in the movie okay um I don't remember the the, uh, the Naked Lady. Maybe that's in the director's cut. I don't know if that aired on the BBC. Yeah. I, I, that reminds me of Monty Python's Flying Circus. Occasionally there'd be female nudity. And it's funny because it would be on PBS at midnight. Uh, I would be watching it as a... Uh, Oh, late teen. Like, whoa, hey. Whoa, hey. Thank you, public broadcasting. Um, and yeah, it was it was the first time really the Beals were, you know, critically panned for their art, you know. Um you know, like John Lennon's Jesus comments, you know, they got a lot of backlash, but they never had a critical uh bashing like this. Sure. But the music you know people like the music so getting back to the music um the title track was paul's initial idea based on ideas written on an overnight flight from the united states on april eleventh, 1967. though what he took to the studio was little more than the title and three chords he attempted to rouse the other beatles into contributing lyrics but their enthusiasm was low and he later completed the lyrics alone. <laughs> McCartney arrived with the chord structure but only the opening refrain, which was roll-up, roll-up for the mystery tour. McCartney asked Mal Evans, the Beatles' assistant and former road manager, to search local bus stations for posters with text that could be adapted for the song, in the manner of John Lennon's being for the benefit of Mr. Kite. When Evans was unsuccessful, a brainstorming discussion took place in the studio the following day to complete the lyrics. Mm-hmm. Did Mal even bother, is what I want to know. <laughs> like,
0: That's a good point, yeah.
1: Yeah, like, <laughs> uh, you know, the time John Lennon wanted him to get a rope so John could swing back and forth in front of a microphone to see how that would uh, affect his vocals, Mal just went to the pub because he knew that would be uh, dangerous. And then when he came back, John forgot about it. So maybe it was like that. Um, Of course, when Paul asked for an anvil, he did oblige later on. Well, because
0: he knew he was going to get the chance to play it. And he knew Paul wouldn't forget. Oh, no. (laughs) Paul never forgets. He never forgets.
1: Uh, uh, Paul admits that roll-up, roll-up was a reference to rolling up a joint. He said we were always... No. I know. We were always sticking those little things in that we knew our friends would get. Veiled references to drugs and to trips. Magical Mystery Tour is way to take you away. So that's a kind of drug. It's dying to take you away. So that's a Tibetan Book of the Dead reference. We put all these words in, and if you were just an ordinary person, it's a nice bus that's waiting to take you away. But if you're tripping, it's dying. It's the real tour. The real Magical Mystery Tour. We stuck all that stuff in for our... In group of friends, really. I, I like that Paul is trying to make uh, this song really deep.
0: Um, get busy living, get busy dying.
1: Roll up. Uh, in the end, the players were sent away, the, uh, the, the brass players. While McCartney and George Martin worked out the notation on the piano in Abbey Road's Studio 3. One of the trumpeters, Gary Howarth, reportedly became so impatient that he wrote a score himself. Huh. According to Philip Jones, a friend of the session musicians, that was the idea the Beatles ended up
0: using. If you yeah, you gotta you gotta have a uh, sorry to use this phrase, but you gotta have a big set of balls. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> to be like to to say to George Martin and the Beatles as a session musician that you're just there for a day. Oh, you know what, guys? Just do this. I wrote my own because I'm impatient. <laughs> How stoned was? You gotta have a big set of stones mm-hmm. to do that.
1: You <laughs> oh, had a hot date tonight. You had a hot date that night. He cannot do this. He just he probably just want to go to the pub. Uh. <laughs> Uh, In 1976, the American band Ambrosia covered the song for All This and World War II, and we talked about this uh, project before. It was a film that set new recordings of 30 Lennon-McCartney compositions to newsreel footage from World War II. The song appears at the start of the film, accompanied by footage of German cavalry advancing into Poland (laughs) in September 1939.
0: Ambrosia sounds fun.
1: Released as a single in the United States, the version peaked at number thirty-nine on the Billboard Hot 100 for September 1939. Maybe. Roll up. The song has also been covered by Cheap Trick, and Jive Bunny and the Master mixes, mixers. That reminds me of uh, those po- those Polish, those stereo those stereotyped Polish jokes. The one with uh, how did the Germans invade Poland.
0: How did the Germans invade Poland?
1: They walked in backwards and said they were leaving. I, my uncle seemed to know all the Polish jokes possible, so I know way too many. And I apologize <laughs> oh, for jeez. our Polish listeners, you're not. I found that uh, Polish people aren't particularly ignorant compared to uh, other nationalities. In fact, Americans seem the most ignorant, quite frankly.
0: I would say, yeah. yeah. yeah.
1: Love counts, none. It's all about mystery and tripping and rolling. Josie Scale, is a song better than Your Love Buddy Outfield? I say, yeah.
0: What a theme. Uh, I'm going to give this one a Josie. Oh. I think, um, yeah, I'm sorry. I think it's just, it's, more, it's just a theme song. I think I'd rather listen to your love.
1: I mean, the Monkees theme song was just a theme song, but it's great. That's
0: true. That's true.